reading is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 1 to 7, the parable of the weeds. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in the field. And while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servant asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let's both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, Emma. Well, it's wonderful to celebrate this morning, to celebrate Megan and Mackenzie's baptisms, their christening. And um, it's great, isn't it, to celebrate? Sadly, we can't celebrate an England victory over Wales, but, but uh, if you're Welsh, you're probably celebrating this morning. But anyway, um, but it's great to celebrate, isn't it? It's great to celebrate birthdays, anniversaries. My mum and dad had their diamond wedding anniversary this year. 60 years. Amazing, isn't it? Um, to celebrate maybe getting a new job after being without work for a bit. Lots and lots of... There are so many good things in life that we can celebrate. And yet, there's a big but. Because there's also a lot wrong with the world. It doesn't take much to see that, does it? We only have to switch on the news on our television sets and, and we see hundreds of thousands of refugees fleeing war, bombs, persecution, poverty, disease, thousands drowning in the Mediterranean over the last year. We see people pushing elderly people, carrying children up the motorways of Europe, no shelter, no food, no roof over their head, relying on people's help. And we know there's a lot wrong with the world, don't we? And I can understand it when people say, look, how can you believe that there's a good and loving God when there's so much suffering in the world, when there's so much evil, when there's so much wrong with the world? How can there be a good and loving God? And you know, I understand people who say that because for most of my adult life, I wasn't a churchgoer, I wasn't a believer in God. And so I, I recognize that. If someone had asked me in those days, I would have said, yeah, if there's a good God up there, what's he doing about it? Why isn't he fixing it? And that's exactly the question that Jesus is answering in this story that we've just heard read, that Emma read to us about the parable of the weeds. It's about a landowner who sows good seed in a field. It's good wheat. And the wheat grows up. But then the workers, the the servants they're called in the story, but the workers, they notice all these weeds growing up amongst the wheat. And they go to the landowner and it's like they say, 
look, what are all these, I thought you sowed good wheat. What are all these weeds doing? What's all the bad stuff doing in all the good stuff? Maybe we should just go and pull it up. I mean, what are you doing about it? But the landowner says, he says, no, don't go and pull up all the weeds, because if you do that, you'll pull up the good wheat as well. He says, no, wait until the harvest is ready. He said, because then we can, we can collect up all the weeds and, and burn them and then collect up all the wheat and put them in the barn. And what Jesus is telling us through this story is that, yes, there is a God who is a God of justice, who will ultimately put all things right, who will judge the world one day, but, first and foremost, he's a God of love, he's a God of mercy, and he's a God of forgiveness. And so he doesn't step into every instance of human suffering and put it right. I don't know about you, but I'm jolly glad he doesn't. Because I know I've done a lot of bad things in my life. Where would we be if God acted and punished every instance of human sinfulness? We wouldn't really want that if we think about it. No, God is a loving God who waits all our lives for us to respond to him, to his love, his mercy, his forgiveness... There was a man called John Newton. He used to be a slave trafficker. You don't get much worse than that, do you? In the 19th century, he used to run boats, ships from Africa to Europe with African slaves, and he would sell them in the ports of Liverpool and elsewhere. Many of them died on the way in the terrible conditions. And then, later on in his life, He came to faith in God. He came to faith in Jesus and his life was transformed and he stopped slave trafficking. And in fact, he went on to write a hymn that every single person in this room knows called Amazing Grace. Because he discovered a God who loves us so much that he was even prepared to forgive a slave trafficker and welcome him into his family. God waits all our lives in order for us to turn to him and his love, his mercy and his forgiveness. He waited for John Newton, he waited for me, and he'll wait for you. Next Tuesday, I'm, we, do a thing, we run a thing called the Alpha Course. It's an opportunity to explore the Christian faith. And next Tuesday, I start my 24th Alpha course. Now, that's not because I don't get it and I have to keep going round again, although I do learn something new every time I do it. But it's a wonderful opportunity to learn a bit more about the Christian faith. And, uh, and I teach the course and I take the course. And so starting next Tuesday evening, I'll have a group of very diverse people probably Um, with the wonderful opportunity to to address and discuss some of the big questions of life. You know, what happens after we die? Does prayer make any difference? When we pray, does, does anything happen? How does God guide us in our lives? Does God still do miracles today? Does he actually heal people? 
So many questions. What, uh, uh, the question that our reading raised this morning, why is there so much suffering in the world if there's a good and loving God? Those are the kind of things we, we, get, we have really good discussions about on, on the Alpha course. And it begins on Tuesday evening at 7.45 and, and we get together. One of the other reasons I love the Alpha course is that we, we always start with tea and coffee and homemade cake. And I love homemade cake. So... Um, it's just an invitation, but if you would like to join me next Tuesday evening, this coming Tuesday evening, for the first evening of the Alpha course, I'd love to spend a few Tuesday evenings with you exploring some of these big questions. I've already got some, some guys signed up, some people signed up for the course, but if you'd like to join us as well, um, do let me know after the service. Um, on your way out, um, there's some flyers on the welcome table. Megan and Mackenzie today officially begin their journey of faith. And as they grow up, it will be up to them as adults to decide whether or not they're going to accept God's invitation, his love, his mercy, his forgiveness, and follow Jesus. But perhaps there are some grown-up people here today who would like to explore that a bit further. And if you would, I'd love you to join me on Tuesday evening. Do, do let me know. Because discovering, as I did, that there's a God of love and mercy and forgiveness, who it doesn't matter what we've done in our past, welcomes us into his family, changed my life in an absolutely amazing way, in so many wonderful ways. And it can be just the same for you too. So that's my invitation.